Life is busy. Disciple making is slow, but we can find rest and hope in Jesus. Welcome to 419 Moment of Encouragement, created to bring you short messages, scriptures, testimonies, and prayers to keep us focused on the kingdom of God and His promises. Hello, and welcome to this episode of A Moment of Encouragement. My name is Beth Laurie, and I'm your guide. Have you ever wondered what it means to have the mind of Christ? In 1 Corinthians, Philippians, and the book of Romans, the Apostle Paul writes to the church about having the mind of Christ. Before we get into it too far, I have a couple of questions for you to ponder today about the power of the mind and how it seems to work. Have you ever told yourself that you would not react a certain way around a certain person? Maybe this person upsets you or you ask God not to let you react to them. And is it lack of willpower or an automatic drive that happens when a reaction just comes? Maybe you eventually changed your reaction, but did it take some intention? Did it take a lot of prayer? Okay, what about this? Have you ever prayed and asked God not to let you worry about something? And then 30 minutes later, you find yourself worrying about the same thing. Our minds are trained to repeat. Sometimes they just start doing something. Here's another one I've done many times. Have you ever driven to work and don't actually remember driving? I know that's scary. Um, But you were thinking about something else, and yet you got all the way to work. It was like your mind was on some sort of autopilot. Have you ever done negative self-talk? Maybe um, the world is not upset at you, however you're telling yourself something that is not approving of your own person. And you don't want to beat yourself up, but it just seems to happen. Like it just starts happening that you're saying these things to yourself, like it's coming from somewhere else. Or have you ever realized something about yourself, maybe a behavior, and you never really knew that you did this, like for years or for most of your life, and then a loved one helps you see it, or maybe through prayer and reflection, God shows you a part of yourself, And it was also almost like your mind was blind to this part of your whole being. See, the power of the mind, it is important that we understand how it works and what it does because it's very powerful. Millions of dollars are sunk into advertising each year because they know the power of minds. You are bombarded with impressions every day. Advertising tells us we need to look a certain way. We need to have a certain thing. We need to do a certain thing. When you hear these things and you think about them, we start to believe them. We start to believe it's true. I need that thing. I want to do that thing. And it's not that we're not able to think it through, but it's almost like there's this influence, this advertisement has over us, making us, or at least part of our mind, realize something that we didn't even fully agree to. Your mind is powerful gift, and it comes from God. And when you hear the word mind, we might think of our thoughts, or our memories, our perceptions, or even our beliefs. 
Our thoughts are powerful and can affect our feelings, though they do not control our feelings or our will. Without knowledge, we are subject to falsehood and bad decision-making. Plus, to serve God, we must think straight and not be under the strongholds of evil. Ideas and images are a large part of what we think about. Ideas are assumptions of reality on topics like freedom, education, and even death. Many of these assumptions are based on our artistic opinions and actually not on reality. Images, on the other hand, can also govern our thinking, and it can take a divine interaction to change them. Images are perceptions with often powerful emotions that rule our life. For example, think of a pipe organ in a worship service, and what feelings does that stir up for you? Some feel maybe bored or old-fashioned, or a pipe organ might be annoying. For others, it might be novelty, power, or spirituality. Our society is always pressing on our ideas and our images. They tell us what we think and feel with advertising, writing, artistic media. These external voices on our thinking of images and ideas also quiets the voice of our Creator. It allows us to believe lies. However, information and our ability to think can transform these ideas and images in our minds. That's why Paul encouraged us to take on the mind of Christ. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. In Philippians 2, 5 It says, in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. To transform our mind, we must think about the things that God says. That is, seeking the Lord by using the power of thinking to focus on the facts and the information that He gives us. He gives us in the Bible. If we learn to think straight, that is, aligning our mind with His Word, We will not be led astray to evil or the lies of the world. Scripture gives us truth, but we must not only know Scripture truths, but we must think about them. Dallas Willard states, My pattern of thinking will conform to the truth of Scripture and Revelation and will extend and apply those truths under the guidance of God's Holy Spirit, to do all the details of my life. If I think about a thought as purely reactive and not consciously chosen or controlled, it makes us see the need to focus our mind and retrain it. That is taking on the mind of Christ. Colossians 3, 1-4 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on things above, where Christ is seated, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden in Christ. When Christ, 
who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in the glory. So this week, I would like to offer some encouragement for you. Consider meditating on that, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. That might be one way that you start to change your mind. It says, set your minds on things above. What are the things above? What does that mean? The things of the kingdom of God. One thing would be to think about God, maybe his attributes. It would be really cool if just for five minutes you could just sit and think about God, who he is, what he does, how important he is in your life, what he's done in the past, his promises, and the hopes you have for the future, but only focusing on him and who he is. That would be a great way to train our mind. Another thing might be if you find yourself worrying or having that negative self-talk to pull up a scripture that pulls you back to the kingdom of God and sets your mind on things above. Scripture is really powerful at helping our minds become like Christ. Try to do that throughout the day. Take breaks and think about God. When the enemy starts to tell you lies, continue to bring up the scriptures to renew your mind. It's an ongoing practice of focusing our mind on what is true that will give us the mind of Christ. Join us next time as we stay faithful and find joy in our journey with Jesus.